We have some wonderful deacons here, and their wives are over there on the phones answering phones. So you can listen to them, and then the wives will take your calls, and then we'll switch, and we'll have the wives in the studio, and the deacons will go over and answer the phones. So come on, let's get the phone lines going. Put them to work. 470-508-1160. Gary, oh my gosh, he is already reaching for the bell, and we haven't even talked about the bell. This guy, I've got a problem here, guys. So come on, get the phone lines going so we can ring the bell. We know that all good things begin with prayer, so can we start off one of you? we got three great prayers here, so which one of you gets the privilege of starting us off with prayer? I guess that'll be me. That'll be Tom. Here we go. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. 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 Heavenly Father, we thank you for the gifts that you give us each and every day. We offer a special blessing for this radio station that offers so much to our listeners in the Catholic faith. Help us on this day to do your work well, to serve you well, and to continue to love you. And we offer this prayer in your son's name. Amen. 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 Okay, so when we do these local pledge drives, we also get to bring in great local guests. And our guests right now are Bill Heinch, Bill Heinch, Tom Huff, and Gary Shantz. So we also have the wives of each of these great men over there on the phone, so call and talk to them. And these are deacons here in the Archdiocese of Atlanta. So thank you for being here with us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, housekeeping kind of things. Um, Let's see. First of all, we want to say thank you to Chick-fil-A at 9th and Holcomb, uh, Highway 9 and Holcomb Bridge Road, who donate our breakfast every... So did you guys get to sample some of the breakfast sandwiches over there? Man, you got to go get some. I'm telling you. We're watching our waistlines. There you go. You know, I watch mine get bigger and bigger. I don't know what the heck. But but I'm telling you what, I never had one of those, those breakfast sandwiches until I came for a pledge drive. A year ago here, and I got a breakfast. I had eaten Chick-fil-A for lunch or dinner, but never for breakfast. And so they're pretty tasty. Go over and get one of those those Chick-fil-A um, chicken sandwiches for, for breakfast. Okay, so um, thank you to them. Also, thank you to Play South Playground Creations, who donated an, a hot air balloon ride. So everyone who donates $20 a month or more, it has to be a monthly donor, you get into a drawing for the hot air balloon ride. Monthly donors are really the bread and butter for Catholic Radio. We would love to have more monthly donors um, because they can really count on that money coming in every month. Since we only do a pledge drive every six months, since they would have that money coming in on a monthly basis, it makes all the difference in the world. So if you would like to be a monthly donor, plus you can contribute more. Most of us can't write a check, you know, for a thousand dollars, but we could give, you know, monthly and let that add up. So, so please do that. Um, number four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty. Also in that drawing is a beautiful painting of the Holy Family. It's by Sally Kazin, and you can see the the painting at Saint Bridget Perpetual Chapel. So, if you'd like to go view that, you'll get. Do you know Sally? You see a smile there. Sally so, Kazin's a wonderful. Kazin, okay. Everybody, everybody knows Sally. Okay, everybody knows. Nobody's <laughs> correcting me on the name, though. I probably have been saying it lo- wrong here the whole time. So everybody but me, because I come in from Kansas City, right? She's so, married to a deacon, too. Ah, uh, nice, yes. nice. Okay, all right. So so we want, uh, we want to give away that, and it's monthly donors. So you get into the drawing for this beautiful painting um, for monthly donors. 
Also have a special thing going on right now for founders. When we get eight founders, we started yesterday because we've had a lot of founders this week, but we had six so far since yesterday when we started this. The Avalon Hotel contacted us and donated a one-night stay. So when we get eight founders, we're going to draw out um, for a one-night stay from the, the founders. So your odds are good. We just need two more founders before we draw, and uh, your odds are good, one in eight, that you'll get that overnight stay if you call in as a founder. We also have these wonderful candles here. They're from a new company called CordaCandles.com. Um, Corda means heart in, in um, Latin, and they all are inspired by a saint of some kind. So we have Compline, which is for, for evening prayer. We have... Uh, uh, Mystic Bliss, which is St. Teresa of Avila. Battle Cry, which is St. Michael. I'm thinking Gary, he's taking, you know, he he's liking this a lot. Tell yes. him, tell we, him. Oh, we have Sea Star. Sea Star after the Blessed Mother. Blessed yes. Mother Mary. Yeah, so so wonderful, wonderful candles. Um, Non-GMO, coconut wax is what they're made with, so they burn longer, so these candles burn for 46 hours. So um, go on the website, and then if we get three callers on the line all at the same time, right now we have one. We just need two more. We do not care if our listeners cheat. It's not cheating if I give you permission, right? right. So you call up two of your best friends, and you say, we're going to all three call in at the same time. Everybody gets a $10 gift card as well as our deacons. So who's going to be the heroes that call in and give our deacons these gift cards? Come on, we can do this. We can do it. Everybody gets a $10 gift card, the three callers on the line, as well as our deacons. So the number to call in, 470-508-1160. You can all, <laughs> Gary's saying, can I do it? Yeah, you, you can, absolutely. So you could do it, actually, when you go over there, you could do it. So 470-508-1160 or the Quest Atlanta.com. Okay, so we have two calls. Two callers on the line. Come on, who's going to be the hero that gives them one? We just need one more on the line before the others drop. Man, they're exploding here. This is awesome. So now we get to find out about deacons and, and hear your vocation stories. So which one of you wants to start sharing with your vocation story? I can go. Oh, actually, we just got all of them dropped off. What the heck? Call happened? back. Call back. <laughs> if you got disconnected, I'm sorry. Call back because uh, now all of our lines are open. So something happened over there. I don't know. But but let, just call back. And if yeah. they call back, their name goes in the drawing twice. Ah, there, you the there you go. There you go. There you go. Love it. Okay. So who wants to start with their vocation story? I'm... Bill. Okay. So we're talking with, with uh, Bill Heinch. Right. Woo! Yeah. I got it. Just All right. Like... So Bill Heinch, and he is a deacon here in the Archdiocese. And uh, so so what led you on this journey that ended with you it, being a deacon here? Like so many people, like so many people who have a life of faith, it's a crooked path. Mm. You know? mm-hmm. And Jesus makes straight makes it into the straight line. Yeah. I, I think that I was, uh, you know, started out as baptized Catholic, but never went to church. Mm. And I, I, not like a lot of people, I actually came to faith in college. I oh. actually got confirmed You're in college. You're just the opposite of most, right? <laughs> and, yeah. and, it's, and it's really because of some very, very beautiful people. Mm. They're really very beautiful people that influenced me. In college, mm. it was you know, my fraternity brother. Mm. And said, so, we need to get you confirmed. And there, there I'm confirmed. And then my beautiful wife, she became, she was Methodist. She became Catholic. We were married and started raising our kids. And we went to church. Mm-hmm. Definitely went to church. And, you know, I, I always like to add, most likely when it was convenient. But mm-hmm. we went to church and, and raised our children Catholic. And then uh, I really 
started to have a lot of people influence my life. I got to give credit to Deacon Jim Easterwood, mm-hmm. who was an ordained deacon. I never knew what a deacon was. Mm. And I met him uh, at uh, St. Uh, uh, Our Lady of La Salette mm-hmm. up, in Noon, up in Canton. And uh, he, him and his wife just were a great influence. And uh, then there was other people, three guys I worked with, very, very holy people. One was a Baptist. One was a Methodist. One was a fallen away Catholic. And we'd have lunch. We'd have lunch, and they would challenge me on what I knew about my faith. Yeah. that I didn't know. Yeah. And then through discovery of trying to figure out what that was, I ran into a guy by the name of Scott Hahn, who I think you're having here, if you haven't. He's, he he uh, was on earlier this early, week, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I start reading his writings and yeah. seeing his conversion story, and and uh, just a beautiful man. And just really, his writings really convinced me of what this is the truth, yes. the way, the truth, and the life, as Jesus yeah. says. Mm-hmm. And so that's really what, what brought me there. And and we had a father, father Connor Fitzgerald, started with St. Michael's, and Deacon Jim Easterwood followed me along everywhere we went. He mm-hmm. came, mm-hmm. and at St. Michael's when it started, and uh, he was looking for vocations, and I said, I'll, I'll look into it, you know. Yeah. And next thing you know, and there's all kinds of derailers that could have went on. Yeah. Next thing I know, here we are, you know, yeah. uh, kneeling before the bishop being ordained. Wow. Yeah, so, so it's been a great ministry. It's been a great life as a deacon. Yeah. Uh, I so many people that I've just met that I just I never would have met, yeah. and such a great influence on my life, and uh, it's been great for our family. Uh, for Shirley, we we actually uh, do ministry together, and we did RCIA for for um, multiple years, and just watched people in their conversion stories, and just some beautiful lives that have touched us, and hopefully we've touched them in some way. Yeah, and so how long <clears throat> have you been a deacon? Oh gosh, in 2002 was that 17 years going to go 17 on 18 years. Wow. Okay. <coughs> and thank you. Thank you very much for that. I thought you were reaching for the bell and I was going to have to slap your hand again. No. I'm talking to Gary. <laughs> I, I am I'm talking. <laughs> he, he's kind of a character over here, isn't he? Yeah, we're yes, going to have to watch absolutely. him. We are going to have to watch him. All right, so we have a message here. Kathy and John um, want to send a shout out to Tom and Joe. Um, thank you for all you do at St. Bridget's. So, yeah, how I cool absolutely is that? know who this Kathy and John yeah. couple are. Great <laughs> folks. Thank Good you. folks. Yeah, yeah, awesome. And again, you know, if you want to call in and give a, a shout out, you absolutely can do that. Um, uh, by calling 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160. We don't have anybody on the line right now, so the good news is there's no wait, right? You just yeah. call in right now. You know, there was one point, I can't even remember who was on the air, but there was one point where all seven lines were lit up and people were going to a busy signal. So let's do that again. We've got three guests in here right now. We can absolutely do this. We can get all seven lines going. Pass the word. You know, you know, Kathy and, and John, let everybody at St. Bridget's know. Remind them, because I'm sure you all let people know you were going to be on the air, but remind them, because we get busy and we actually forget. So so if you're listening and you hear them, you know, call in and make a pledge if you can. If you can't, pray for us and spread the word. Let but them I just, know. I hate to interrupt, but Deacon no. Tom told me that he gave John and Kathy $75 last <laughs> night if they would call in. So I just want to say that if anyone would call in and say anything about my wife, but, Liz, but you're only getting okay, that I would right. give them $100 if they would call in during our Absolutely. All right. And mention 
Liz and Gary. Yes. Nice. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let's do it. We'd rather you give the money to Catholic Radio, though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, oh, that's that's where it's going to go. Okay. Yeah. Oh, right. In their name. In, the, in, in their, their name. name. In, in their, their name. name. We just had somebody that called in and became made Cristo Rey, uh, the school that was on right before you made them an honorary founder. So wow. if you want to make uh, if you want to make Gary an honorary founder, absolutely call in right now <laughs> at four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty or or any amount. Whatever you can give. We do have one caller on the line, two callers on the line. Who is going to be the hero? We just need one more caller on the line, and you will be the hero that gives the Corda Candles $10 gift card to all three people on the line, as well as to all three of our deacons. Then they're going to be a hero because they're going to give $10 worth of candles to their wives. So come on, a $10 gift certificate to CordaCandles.com. We can do this. I knew we could do it. Look at that. I think we have that third call coming in. So woohoo, it's kind of blinking. It's not going through. Did it go through? Okay. Cordacandles.com gifts cards all around. I'm handing them out right now. It's one per email address, but hopefully we'll do it a whole lot and give it to a lot of the, the different Thank uh, you. um callers who are calling in. So four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty. Okay, so now who wants to share their vocation story with me? Gary or Tom? I guess I can go. Okay. Because Gary's is going to take longer than mine. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, like Bill, I was away from the church for quite a while, almost 10 years. Never, ever thought about being a deacon, ever. Yeah. I'm a CFO for a truck parts manufacturer. My whole background is accounting and finance. And so one day I came home from work in 1999 <clears throat> My wife, Joe hands me a letter from the Archdiocese of Atlanta, yeah. inviting me to a diaconate information session. Yeah. I looked at that letter. I was puzzled by the letter, but I don't believe in coincidence. Yeah. So I went to the information meeting at Marist High School, surrounded by many, many other men, um, listened to the pep talk scared me to death, walked out of that place saying, I'll never do that. Mm -hmm. But I did it. And I went through four and a half years of formation, um, very difficult years for me. Um, struggled in my discernment quite a bit um, for a lot of different reasons. And then on January 31st, 2004, somebody shoved me under the cathedral and I went down and Bishop laid hands on me and mm. I became a deacon. Wow. And the um, the journey to the diaconate was a long road, but the 15 years of service has been an amazing, amazing life. Mm -hmm. You know, deacons are truly um, servants of God, and we're called to this ministry by Him. Mm -hmm. I don't think any one of us here would say that we chose this, mm -hmm. um, but it's it's truly a blessing. Mm -hmm. um, I look at I look at my my. My diaconal role in my ministry, and I'm always amazed by it. Mm -hmm. I, I served at Mass this morning, mm -hmm. and I every time I serve Mass, it's like it's the first time. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. It truly is. And to be able to um, be with the people in my parish and serve them and, and assist our, our priests, um, I almost sometimes pinch myself thinking about this ministry. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. 
It is beautiful. Wow. Wow. Okay. All right. So again, we are talking with the deacons. Their wives are answering the phone and then we'll switch and we'll talk with the wives of the deacons here in just a minute. So we have Bill Heinch, we have Tom Huff, and we have Gary Shantz. And we are grateful that each of them are here. We've heard Gary's Uh, We have not heard Gary's story. We've heard Tom's story and Bill's story. And so now it's time to hear Gary's vocation story. Thank you. I was born and raised up in Long Island and uh, being a cradle Catholic and attending Catholic elementary school and also Catholic high school. And then I attended a local college university where I met my wife, Liz, and we began dating freshman year. And it was a month ago yesterday that we celebrated our 40th wedding anniversary. Congratulations. And we are tremendously blessed with three awesome children. Uh, we were married for six years before we found out that we were able to have a child. And it was Katie that was born. And six years of first being a young Marine officer and then involved as a salesman in the financial planning business, I found that I was never home. But success was coming rather quickly, and I thought life was wonderful, but I found out that Liz's husband and and Katie's dad was just never home. Mm. And I was fully absorbed at that time with what I believed was my purpose in life. I think men define their purposes in life by what they do for a living, Mm -hmm. and that's how I clearly defined myself. And I served the master of work and the master of business success But as we heard in last Sunday's gospel, I I served what God says, you can't serve him and the God of mammon. Well, we kept trying to have more children, and finally, 12 years later, after Katie was born, we found Liz and I were expecting more children. And I believe God made us wait 12 years. He made us wait 12 years to have more children because he knew that I was not very present for the life of of the first child that he gave us, Katie. Uh, but he knew that a year after we would become we would become pregnant, and then Katie would be born. It would it wouldn't be long after that that my life would go through a tremendous transformation, and and I think here's where Mother Mary comes into play. Mm. I believe Mary also knew the extent of what my conversion would look like that she whispered in her son's ear one day and said, you know, they've been waiting 12 years to have more children. Why don't you give them two? Mm. So Liz and I welcomed 12 years later into the world our beautiful twins named Sarah and Matthew. And if you fast forward a year later, Matt and Sarah are one year old. My dad gets placed on hospice in Florida. Of course, I couldn't go immediately couldn't drop everything because of that mammon that I was serving and I was irreplaceable at work. But I managed to make arrangements to leave the following week after dad was placed on hospice. But it was that Sunday night before we left that I received a phone call from my brother about 1130 at night that dad had passed. Mm. So I didn't get down there to see dad before dad died. So we all went down that the following day, and I can tell you that that was my point of conversion. I think that when beautiful things happen of great joy in people's lives, 
and times of great sadness, I think God rips real deep into our hearts when we are more vulnerable to get our attention. So after dad's death, I found out that my thinking, my mind, and my heart had significantly changed and that I was no longer the same person that I was when my dad died. Mm -hmm. And if there was ever anything that somebody could say that came that was good from the loss of the most important man in my life, it was God blinded St. Paul and directed him to go to Damascus. With the death of my dad, I think God removed the scales from my eyes Mm. and I could clearly see that the most important thing in my life, what I identified my life as, was not my work. That the greatest gift that he gave me was my family. Mm. And that began an unbelievable journey um, that I could just talk about forever on where God has brought me since the day that my dad died. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, God can't be outdone in generosity. Uh, So every day I try to be outdone in gratitude Mm -hmm. for where he has taken this man before his conversion and the journey that he has brought me on. I am just so, so grateful for where I am and for the service that I am able to provide for him Mm -hmm. to the people of our parish, Mm -hmm. which I just love tremendously. Mm. Beautiful. Wonderful, all of you. Wonderful vocation stories. Tom. I want to share something about Gary. Gary and I are friends. I'm going to interrupt you just for a second before you do that, but we will definitely let you do that. I love that. Um, give out the number four seven zero. You guys can beg with me anytime you want to. You guys get. Let's do it together. Come on, we can do this together. You ready? Four seven zero five zero eight one one six zero. Come on, give us a call. We can do this. We can absolutely do it. We have a few messages here, so we have a shout out to Gary from Lisa. I don't have a last name, but you can look at the last name over there. So we are grateful, grateful to that. Share it out for, to Gary from Lisa. So you can thank Lisa if you'd thank like. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you, Lisa. Shout out to Deacon Gary from Betsy. Can I say the last name here? They put the last name on here. From I'll just say from Betsy and the Pregnancy Aid Clinic. You'll probably know who Betsy is I from do that. Know Betsy. So thank, thank you, Betsy. Thank we love you, you over Betsy. there, guys. Woo! All right, so we had uh, five calls. So who gets the privilege of ringing the first bell? We want to ring it a whole lot so you all get the but opportunity. I was seeing you, Deacon. <laughs> all right. So we had a call from from Kathy, from Lisa, from Raymond and Gail, from Betsy, and from Roger and Annie. And uh, so they all called in, and I think all of them, one of them was a monthly donor, and the rest of them were one-time pledges, and we are so grateful, and we say thank you, thank you, thank you. We are ringing the bell at increments of every five uh, five pledges, and Roger and Annie said to say hi to Deacon Tom and Joe. So. Thank you, thank you, thank you for, for thank that. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Absolutely. Okay, so I think that, that Deacon Tom wanted to say something about Deacon Gary. 
And uh, so I want to give him the moment to do that. We also want to get the phone lines going again. We did give away the quarter candles, so I gave away the gift cards to our deacons. Um, we would love to give away the, the quartercandles.com gift cards again. So everyone who was on the line got one of the quarter candles gift cards. So um, 470-508-1160. Tom? So several years ago, Gary and I were on a mission trip to Jamaica for the missionaries of the poor. And we were sitting at a in the conference room there outside that day. And Gary says to me, I'm a deacon. He's not. He's not he's discerning it. He says, What do you think about me becoming a deacon? Says, what do you think? I told him, I don't think it's your time yet. And the reason I told him that was because he had young children. And back in those days, several years ago, it was sort of thought that you waited for your children to grow up before you mm -hmm. go into formation, into ministry. Mm -hmm. Well, thank goodness, Gary did not listen to Deacon Tom. <laughs> and Gary followed his own path. And yeah. the beauty of it is, is it opened my eyes yeah. to this whole notion that you can have young children and still be a deacon as long as your priorities are right. Yeah. As long as what Gary talked about is family comes before everything else. And that's for all of us. Our priority is always our families first, our job second, and the diaconate last, with mm. God on top of all of those. But yeah. it's important for, um, I think, the reason I shared that story about Gary is because it's important for men that are discerning the, the diaconate that are out there to understand that there is a possibility to be a, a deacon in formation and also be a, a father of young mm -hmm. children. Mm -hmm. I think that's a notion that has to be um, spread around a bit. Mm -hmm. I was not the youngest man in formation with mm -hmm. our class, but mm -hmm. I absolutely had the youngest children mm -hmm. in our mm -hmm. class. Created mm -hmm. um, challenges. It's <clears throat> challenging and the balance of it, and it's. I really know for a fact it's only through God's grace mm -hmm. that he allows us and gives us the balance yeah. that we need to make decisions on where you're physically going to go when you need to be in two places mm -hmm. at the same time. Mm -hmm. and, you know, and it is a challenge because, you know, you've got three three jobs going on all at one time because you're maybe more than that you're a husband you're a father you're you're um you have your your real jobs and quotes real jobs and then you have the diaconate and so it's it's a challenge but all of you are are balancing it and and making it happen and and uh you know offering a lot to our church as a deacon so thank you it's important too as our wives and their support Yes. They absolutely just yeah. help us through that whole process. They really yeah. do. And look, they're supporting you now by answering the phones. Absolutely. And so we're grateful for that. And we'll talk to them about how you, they supported you on your journey whenever they get to come on the air. So we'll discuss that some more. But right now, you can support Catholic Radio with all these deacons' wives supporting their husband over there answering the phones. So give us a call. Let's do it again. How fun was that to give away all those candle cards, right? CourtneyCandles.com. They do. Come on. $10 gift card if we get three callers on the line all at the same time. 470-508-1160. We love it. when It just brings such an enthusiasm when the phone lines are ringing. So can you help us with this and help keep Catholic Radio strong here in Atlanta? Can we say a prayer and thanksgiving for everyone who's called in so far and in petition for more calls to come in? Which one would you like would like to lead it now? I can do it. 
Okay. In the name of Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. amen. Good and gracious God, we give you praise, honor, and glory. We thank you, Lord, for this beautiful opportunity just to share you with all those who are listening today. We ask you, Lord, to continue to shower your grace upon this radio station as he brings the, the way, the truth, and the life to those who listen and tune in in their homes, in their cars, and, and at their workplace. We just ask, Lord, to continue to shower your grace upon those that support this, this endeavor. And may you just give them your blessing this day and all days as we want to be one with you forever. Amen. 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 Lord, Amen. Amen. All right. Number to call. Come on. The phone lines are silent right now. I know we can do this again. 470-508-1160. You all know as good as, as I do, every good thing we have comes from God. Every bit of of treasure, everything that we have, and then what we do with it is our gift back to God. So one of the things that we can do with it is to give part of it, a small portion of it, to Catholic Radio. Whatever that that sacrifice is for you, whatever you can give, and then that allows the Holy Spirit to work through the airwaves. And we see all the time the, the people who are coming back to the faith who have the 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 nugget that comes to them and you know maybe right at the time when they're struggling with something all of a sudden they hear it being discussed on catholic radio and they have their answer because the holy spirit worked through those airwaves or they're at a a meeting or meeting with friends out to dinner whatever it is and a topic comes up you're shaking your head Mm. bill because you it's happened to you i'm sure and it happens to me all the time i'll go oh i know the answer to that because i just heard it on Catholic Radio this morning. The Holy Spirit truly works through these airwaves, brings people back to the church, informs us, makes us stronger, makes us able to to really live out our faith. You know, the, the survey showed, and I don't remember the exact statistic, but there was a survey that was sent out to a lot of uh, Catholic Radio listeners, and it showed that the people who, who um, listen to Catholic Radio they're more engaged in their church. They learn more about their faith. And, you know, they actually end up giving more to their church because they're more engaged. So they tithe more. And then, of course, they call in and they support Catholic Radio. And uh, so we would love it if we could get some of those people right now. We'd love it if we could get the last two founders that we need. Because we just need two more to be able to draw for this night at the Avalon Hotel. So just two more um, founders. And that gives us eight for for the two days so far um so we would love to get two more founders the last founder made um cristo ray an honorary founder so how cool was that call in make your your favorite deacon make your favorite priest make your favorite school whatever it is an honorary founder you can do that businesses that call in will announce the name of their business i'd love to have have it happen on the first day of the pledge drive but certainly do it now too we'll keep announcing the name of your business until the pledge drive is over um so it's a kind of a free advertising it's a win-win because this is a 501c3 organization all right so number to call again 470-508-1160 thequestatlanta.com we do have um another message Oh, I think I already said that. Roger and Annie love and appreciate 
um, Deacon Tom, right? And then Wayne and Nancy um, want to say a shout out to Deacon Gary. So, so thank you to everyone who's calling in on all of these deacons' behalves, and for them really coming here to be with us on the radio today. We only have about four more minutes with you, and then we'll do the big switch where you guys go answer phones and your wives come in. So, what else would you like to share with our listeners? Boy, there's crickets there, huh? <laughs> I think something that we all share in, in great great commonality is, um, you know, that there's an awesome song that was written for an awful lot of people, but the song is The Wind Beneath My Wings. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know how any gentleman could be successful in his ministry as a deacon if he did not have a most supporting wife. Uh, who just not only supports him, but takes care of everything else at the house to allow him to do what it is that he mm-hmm. needs to do, never complains, never wonders, who are you with? What are you talking about? Why aren't you home more often? What do you mean you need to serve another mass? What do you mean you need to travel on a retreat? Without our wives supporting us, uh, we would not be able to do what it is that God has called us to do. So mm-hmm. I just think we just need need to give the greatest shout out and the greatest prayer of gratitude to God for putting these women in our lives because he really did, mm-hmm. knowing where he would call us to go. Mm-hmm. And without them, we would not be able to be the men that we are today. Mm-hmm. You guys are wonderful, really wonderful. And I really thank you for, for being here and for sharing with us. And, thank you for having and us. most importantly, to respond to that that call. If there's somebody out there listening who thinks they might be being called to be a deacon, what should they do? Talk they start, start off talking to their pastor. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then that the process will take on from there through the pastor's office. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll have an opportunity to go to a diaconate inquiry session to learn more about the diaconate. From there, they can submit an application. Um, it's quite a lengthy process, but there's a process for it. But the initial start should be with the pastor. Yeah. And we also welcome them to contact any of us as well. Oh, any of the sure. deacons as well. Contact the deacon anytime in addition to your pastor. Yeah. Sure, sure. And you can you're living it, so you can really Absolutely. really be able to to help them to know what they would encounter. Is it a 5-year process to to five go years. through? Yeah, 5 one, years. Yeah, 1 year application, 5 years formation. Okay. Really what it winds up being. And yeah. and here do they also have the wives in there with you? Do they take the classes with you They're for the invited, most part? Yes. Mm-hmm. They're, They're invited. invited. My yeah. wife went to when I was in formation, it was four years. Mm-hmm. She missed three classes in four years. Wow. It's encouraged. And the reason it's encouraged, because through that process, the wife has to give consent for us to be ordained. Mm-hmm. And that consent is much more meaningful when they know what they're consenting to. Sure. And also, once we're ordained, they're much, much more supportive and understanding of what God's called us to do. They're sure. critical in the role of a deacon. And yeah. since my formation was five years, Deacon Tom's going to make up that fifth year in purgatory. Yeah. 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 He's I... going to have to spend an extra year there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's just, he's just doing so much good here. He Oof. won't have to do that. Yeah. He doesn't have anything to make that's, up. So that's not, that's, <laughs> not, that's not your call. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right. So we're going to let you guys do the switch. You guys are going to mm. go answer phones. The wives are going to come over Let's, here. I'll do some begging during the, the, the switch over so that we can hopefully get the phones ringing over there for you guys. So if you'll go yeah. get your wives and send them over, I want to say thank you. We've been talking with, with Bill Heinch, with Tom, uh, 
Tom Huff and with Gary Shantz. 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 I've That's got, it. But I've got husband and wife listed. I should have listed all husbands and then all wives. So I'm skipping over names as I go through this. So I'm sorry that I'm kind of hesitating. But we are grateful. We are so grateful that each of you are here. You want to send a shout out to anybody before you go answer phones? Sure. Let's go St. George and St. Michael's. I'm feeling lonely here. All right. <laughs> as our pastor, Monsignor Joe, calls St. Jude the Apostle the best parish in the Archdiocese of Atlanta. So pick up the phone, make a pledge. Thank you to my sister and my brother-in-law. Uh, send money in because you ain't taking it with you. Yeah. You know, the, the, uh, a friend of mine says, you, the only way you can take it with you is you've, if, it's if you give it away. And I think That's that right. is so true. Yeah. That's a, it's just a great quote. So Deacon Gary made a mistake. He said that St. Jude was the best parish. Ah, okay. Probably the second best parish okay. because yeah. the number one parish has to be St. Bridget. Yeah. yeah. Has to be. <laughs> I'm not even getting into that one. We're just, you guys call in and vote. It's up to you guys. Let's see who gets the most, and then we'll see who's the best parish, yeah. and right? Pride, and pride is not a virtue. <laughs> exactly. Come on, let's do this. Come on, we can God bless absolutely you all. do thank it. You. Thank, thank you. Thank you. All right, so 470-508-1160, thequestatlanta.com. We have been talking with the deacons. Their wives are going to be coming in. We need to get the phone lines going again. Those wives all got to answer a whole bunch of calls, and we had uh, seven calls. So that means they have set their wives up to ring the bell with just three more pledges. So come on, give us a call right now, whatever you can do, uh, 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160. And yes, you can, what is it? Um, oh, yeah, make them run to the phones. You know, these guys, they're not moving so quick, so make them run to the phones. Come on, make it go. Let's get the phone lines going really, really quick. Come on, we can do this. You know, Gary, he needs to run. Oh, <laughs> he's cheating. Gary, Gary, oh, my gosh. He had to just do that, didn't he? What the heck? So, come on. Now we need to make him earn that ring, that ring that he came in and rang. So we need to do this. Four seven zero five. Five zero eight one one six zero four seven zero five zero eight one one six zero. Come on, we can do it. We can absolutely do it. Um, we can get a founder is an automatic ring of the bell. Or if we get three more pledges of any amount, we get to ring the bell. So come on, we can do this. Come on, we need to do it quick though. Get the phone lines lit up. We have a changing of the guards. Four seven zero. Five zero eight one one six zero. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, so come on, let's let's keep on going. Four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty. We are having a change of the guards. You can wear the headphones if you want, but you don't have to. It, I I find it more distracting actually. So so it's up to you though. Four seven zero five zero eight one one six zero. All right. Again, we are talking. We just finished talking with deacons, and now we're going to talk with their wives. You guys were over there answering phones. Good job. You guys were. You had quite a few coming in. Now we need to put your husbands to work. So come on. Let's let's get the phone lines coming in. Um, 
um, whatever amount that you can donate. Give the messages to the wives because we all know I'm a wife. I can say this. We all know it's the women that do all the work anyway. So come on, let's let's let let's let the men answer the phones for a while. That's right. You can just tell me and I'll write it down. And and uh, so let's let's introduce yourselves, okay? So so we have three wives of deacons here. So I don't know which order you're in. So I'll let you introduce yourself, and then we'll just keep on working. Shirley Heinz from St. George. Shirley Heinz from St. George. And uh, next person. I'm Joe Huff from St. Bridget. Nice. Thank you, Joe. All right. So, Joe Huff from St. Bridget's. And last. And I'm Liz Shantz from St. Jude the Apostle. Nice. Liz. Ah, I can't write fast enough. What the heck? Okay. So, we've got it. All right, so we want to, to give away these. Your husband's got some $10 gift cards to cordacandles.com. And so they have a $10 gift card. We want to give one to you, too. And the way that we do that is when we get three callers on the line all at the same time. So if we can get three callers, all three callers will get a $10 gift card as well. And we'll give one to each of our three wives of deacons that are sitting here across from us. But we got to get the phone lines going. We got to get it going. We are trying to, to get the necessary funds in order to keep Catholic Radio strong here in Atlanta. Right now we have eight pledges. We get to ring the bell since, since the top of the hour. We get to ring the bell every time we get 10. So we just need two more pledges for you guys to ring the bell. A founder is an automatic ring of the bell. Um, three three calls on the line. We give away quarter candles. That's probably enough right now. So let's go ahead and go into to the interview process. We, we talked with your husbands. We found out their vocation story, right? But I know that, that the wives are very, very involved in that journey so let's hear that that journey from your perspective okay so we'll start with liz liz chance and uh tell me again what what um parish you're from saint jude the apostle saint jude so come on saint jude come on we can do this 470-508-1160 also if you have a message for for any of these lovely wives of deacons give us a call for that as well um whatever it is but but let's just get the phone lines going come on we want to do this we want to get the monthly donors to go into the raffles we want to give away the quartercandles.com gift cards we want to give away the paintings and the Avalon uh, for founders. We just need two more founders to, to have the drawing for the night at the Avalon Hotel. So we want to do all those things, but we also want to find out about the deacons and their wives. So tell me a little bit about the journey. Well, um, it was a long journey. It's, um, it's a number of years that from when the first decision is made to pursue this. And... Um, the wives are always invited to be part of that, um, actually going to the classes and um, taking an active role. Unfortunately, um, well, fortunately, we had young children at the time, which isn't always the case, but our children were, um, our two youngest were in first grade at the time. And so somebody has to take care of the kids while yeah. dad is out doing his thing. So that was really my contribution to his journey. And that was my journey. Um, we also had my mother-in-law living in an assisted living um, nearby here at that time in the beginning. So I spent a lot of time with her also. Mm -hmm. So 
my journey was not so much part of his journey um, as a supporting, mm-hmm. um, you know, role in taking care of the kids in the house and mom mm-hmm. and everything That's else. Very important. So mm-hmm. that really has been my um, part in all of this. And even our kids are finally off to college and um, we have a semi-empty nest. Um, so only now am I starting to get more involved in church ministries and and doing things with him in his ministry. Excellent. Excellent. Very good. So we were talking with Liz Shantz, and that was Gary. You heard his vocation story about how, you know, his his father father died, and and that was kind of the... the, Impetus for him. The, to, the impetus, yeah. good, good word. Changed the impetus. his life. Yeah, it yeah. changed it, and and so um, this that was Liz's portion of it. So um, now we have Joe Huff, and so let's hear your your story on on the vocation, the wife of Tom. So and they're from what parish? Saint Bridget's. Saint. Okay, Saint Bridget's. Okay. Yeah. Um, my husband was ordained in two thousand four, so we began the journey um, in nineteen ninety nine. And fortunately, at that point in in our marriage, um, our daughters were in college or out of college. So um, I actually was able to attend the formation classes with my husband. Um, And it was not, you know, mandatory or required, but it was encouraged if you were able to do so. So... um, the only thing that was re- actually required was our, actually was our signature. Mm-hmm. We had to sign off at the end before ordination. Yeah. That definitely was a requirement. Um, but and signing off, giving permission, permission. saying, I, I think yes. this is what my husband's called to do. Yes. And, and yes. you know, that's an important. Did you have to sign every year? I know some of the diocese I've been in, the wife actually has to sign every year for their husband to be able to continue. Okay. At that time, we no. did yeah. not. Yeah. yeah. It was and only... I don't know that it was here either. You know, I know it wasn't the one I'm talking about is in Colorado. But, well, um, and maybe it's changed yeah, here yeah. now. I don't know. But back then, it was just required before ordination. Um, but... I, the journey together um, was a beautiful journey because mm-hmm. we actually w- grew together. And because it was almost five years, really, of discerning, was this call really authentic? Was it really from God? Um, did he feel that he was truly being called? Um, and there were lots of challenges and lots of struggles. So just being there as a support and, um, you know, doing a lot of praying together uh, during formation is when we actually began adoration together, having an hour um, weekly together and um, really sharing, you know, both journaling and then sharing uh, where we thought God was calling, you know, him and for me in, in supporting that. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So it was a time of discernment and a time of deep prayer and growing closer together. Yeah. Very good. Oh, I love that. All right. So so our last uh, guest right now of the Deacon's Wives is Shirley Heinch. And so share with us a little bit about your journey along with your husband into the diaconate. Well, I will tell you, when we married, I never thought he would ever become a deacon. 
we were both adults and <laughs> were uh, confirmed as adults. And we practiced our faith, but our faith was just the daily stuff. You know, getting the kids to Mass on Sunday with us, making sure they go to PSR, celebrating the Catholic holidays. But when our children started to leave the nest, and we have three, uh, our, my husband decided to tell me that he's thinking about joining the diaconate. Mm-hmm. Out of the blue it came, like a lightning bolt. Wow. And I thought, wow, <laughs> he wants to do that? That's a pretty big commitment. So <clears throat> we started the journey and I could see him getting more and more involved. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> and while... Do you need water? No. Okay. While he was uh, getting ready, several uh, roadblocks joined to force us to think and rethink our decision. But in the end, everything worked out. His re- his, the church of record was in Pennsylvania, and it had burnt down, and they didn't know where the records were, so we had to hunt those. Mm-hmm. Little God puts little... Uh, stones or something in our path so that we can overcome them. But once he was ordained, I will tell you that he and I both got closer to God mm-hmm. and to our spiritual life. Mm-hmm. We do adoration, and uh, I took care of his mom when she was sick. So I missed the last couple of years of, of formation going because someone had to be home with her. Mm-hmm. And I think... The best thing that's come out of it is we found something to focus on beyond our family because they had their own lives to live and they were going off in different directions. He became very involved in teaching, and I think that that is a charism for him. He's a very good teacher. Mm-hmm. And we did RCIA together. We did annulment counseling. And I think hearing people's faith, faith journeys and their stories made us appreciate so much the greatness of God. Yeah. Excellent. 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 All right. So we have one caller on the line. We just need two more in order to give away the cordacandles.com gift cards. Come on. Let's do this. Give us a call. Whatever amount. 470-508-1160. Put those deacons to work over there. Come on. The wives had to work. Now it's time for the, the deacons to work. Put them to work. If you have messages for, for any of our wives that are here in the studio right now, then by all means, please do that as well. That call just dropped off. That means that, that th- call two best friends right now. Call two best friends and let, and let them all three, all three of you call in at the same time and we'll give away $10 gift cards to all three callers on the line as well as three wives of deacons come on we want to give away these these gift cards the number to call 470-508-1160 that also means that we just need two more pledges to ring the bell just two that's all we need we can do this we can do it we want to ring the bell a lot we got to get this going but we only have about four more minutes in order to make this happen. So, so wow, this has been a, a quick hour. Um, we are talking with the wives of the deacons. We're talking with Shirley Heinch, with Joe Huff, and with Liz Shantz. And uh, come on, St. Jude's. Come on, St. George. Come on, St. Bridget's. We can make this happen. All right, so, so we decided that we would talk a little bit, too, about Proverbs 31. And I sent you a little bit of a, of a verse, and I'll read the verse I think it really applies, especially to wives of deacons, because you have 
even more added responsibilities in supporting your husband. So, so just, you know, uh, uh, just a little glimpse of, of how maybe you see that scripture and some words of wisdom for it. So I'll read it real quick. It says, Proverbs 31, 10 to 12, the truly capable woman who can find her. She is far beyond the price of pearls. Her husband's heart has confidence in her. From her, he will, he will derive no little profit. Advantage and not hurt, she brings him all the days of her life. And that's what we're all as wives called to do. We are all called to do that. And a special way we're called to do that when we're a deacon's wife. So you guys are, are you're, you're, you're the experts right now here on, on the, the, the microphone. Give us some words of wisdom for all of us out there that are trying to be good wives. Yeah, they're all looking at each other. Which one's going to step forward? Well, I think it's really about supporting your husband. Um, our husbands have chosen to a specific path, being deacons in the church, and they spend a lot of time serving. That's what deacons are there to do. I'm going to interrupt just for a second to say one more call, one more pledge, and we ring the bell. So it can be online or it can be a phone call. Um, 470-508-1160 or thequestatlanta.com. Um, come on, we just need one more to ring the bell. Sorry about that. That's okay. So, um, so I think that's the most important thing is that we need to be aware of the support that our husbands need. And, um, and because we're deacons' wives, especially in our home churches, we're a little bit more um, out there and and um seen by more people i guess um and that was my whole thing you know during gary's journey um was just to support him and let him do what god was calling him to do um always said that i can't stand in the way of god that wouldn't be a good thing Mm -hmm. um so you you just have to find the way the best way to support your husband and it changes at at different times um Different times of the day, different times of the year, different times of our lives. We just need to support all the time. All the time. All, all the, the time. time. All right. So we only have about one minute left. We're trying to get this last pledge so that we can ring the bell. And I know we can do it. As soon as we see the call come in, we're going to let you ring the bell. We won't even wait to find out who it is. So four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty. Come on. Make the deacons answer the phones. We are talking with the wives of deacons. Anybody else want to add to the Proverbs 31? Um, I think it's a, it's a call to be holy. Mm. Um, and um, I think that it means a woman who is close to God. Mm-hmm. So I think, um, I believe that staying closer to look to the Lord helps me to be a better support for him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we can compliment our our husbands and give them encouragement to keep them um, to keep them to doing the work that God is calling them to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that does change day by day, but um, just to be open to God's call, but just to be there as a support in in prayer and encouragement um, and working on being holy 
Excellent. You know, that piggybacks on what Shirley said. I'll say it real quick um, because we got to go to a break. But, you know, you say grow in holiness. And she said that I don't know how she worded it. But but I think of the couple and you have like a triangle with God at the top at the point and each of the couples at the bottom. As they grow closer to God, they grow closer to each other. And I think that the call to holiness for each of us also brings us closer to our spouse. If we're both striving for that holiness, we can't help but get closer to each other. So Mm -hmm. thank you. Thank you. Thank you to each one of you. 470-508-1160. The Quest atlanta and we're getting another so who's gonna ring the bell who no. gets to do it no. Woo! come Woo. on Woo! We get to do that. It was Tom and Joe, I think, who called in, and, and we'll find out um, about that. But Tom and Joe called in and, and became uh, gave a one-time we, donation. We Going to a break. Oh, maybe it was you. I don't know. So so come on. Let's do this. All right. We're going to a break, and we will be back with, with our next guest, which is uh, Father Michael Bremer, and he's from St. Bridget's. So we'll have St. Bridget's represented again. Woohoo! All right. <laughs> 